We're live. Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? Good morning. Good morning, Lisa. How are you? I'm good. It's good. I'm that frustrated, you're good. but I'm good. Now. Frustrated. Yeah. Last minute, getting things together. Last minute. Oh, I thought you were saying you were sexually frustrated, oh. and then I was like, really? We wow. have a topic today, and that is not it. Who are you around? Yes. What are you listening to? What do you read? Yeah, and what are you and reading? what are you reading? You know, it's been said many times. You've heard versions of this, but if you hang around five smart people, you'll be the six. You hang around five wealthy people, you'll be the six. You hang around ten poor people, you'll be one of them as well. The, who you around, and largely is controllable. But we're going to talk about that today, and I can't wait for your input on this topic. We're going to talk about it, and we will be right back after these messages. We'll be right back. Well, if I could get to the message. Good morning, my name is Brian McNeil. And I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN Network, on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn, as well as Facebook Live. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Like, 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 like. Pamela Howard, how are you doing? Good morning, and thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning. She says, it's an impact. It is. It's an impact, yes. The people that you around, you know, like, you know, just thinking for a moment, like, what kind of folks are you around? Now, I look at who you're around as, yes, the ones that you're in close proximity to and physical presence of, but I also consider the ones you around are the ones that you keep listening to, like, or keep reading about. Like, if you're reading a lot of um, Jim Rome, for example, or watching Jim Rome videos, you're around him, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, I definitely agree. There's a, there was a difference for me. Um, good morning, Julie Ray. Hey, Julie Ray. Good morning. There's a difference for me in how I spent um, the day before yesterday and how I spent yesterday. Well, let's see. The day before yesterday, yesterday was Monday. The day before yesterday was Sunday. So you woke up in Florence, South Carolina and traveled to Charlotte. And then when you got to Charlotte, you did what? Well, on 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 Sunday, I spent a lot of time reading, and a lot of time uh, with Andy Andrews reading his book, hearing his philosophies and his stories. Um, <laughs> Good morning, Julie. She goes, "Dang, I am missing you." I'm missing you too. Yes, yeah, Sister Julie, right? We miss you whenever you're not here. But go ahead. I baby. sent. I did send you a friend request this morning. It's not a fake me. It's a real me. Um, I had to create a whole new idea. I'm very, uh, I was going to say choiceful, but that's not a word. I was, um, I'm very, yes, on who I decide to add back. There are some people that I thought I would add back that I decided, nope, I'm not. So, Julie Ray, you made it, and I sent you a link. <laughs> your page, your new Facebook page is Lisa Santiago, full name, McNeil now, can be like a, a, a paragon. It could be like the greatest club because you're going to do it smart this time. When we when we all built our first Facebook friends list, 
we were just adding friends. I don't think no one had a plan up front. Starting in 2009 or 08, whenever you start, I started in 2009. And uh, I was just adding friends. I didn't care. I didn't know anybody. Anybody requested, I was like, all right. You know, but I wouldn't do it that way again because now I got 5,000 Facebook friends and 4,500 of them. I don't know anything about <laughs> at all, but <laughs> or or if I even want to be associated with them, you know, I probably wasn't as terrible as that, but that's what it is. But today we're talking about Julie Ray. Today we're talking about the people you're around, what you're willing to read about and what you're willing to listen to. And that's actually why I allow myself to interject that I'm adding back people more discriminately because um, it did make a difference. It made a very big difference between spending time with Andy Andrews and spending time with the housewives of Dubai. Oh my gosh. Yes, it does. Andy Andrews is the author of the noticer, the noticer and the noticer returns. He's also the author of, um, the Traveler's Gift. The Traveler's Gift. He's an amazing storyteller with an amazing point. Now, I have um, chosen to, um, Lisa's been through the, the noticer a few times already, but she's chosen to go through it again with me. So I've also decided to listen to it. And I'm on chapter six, you know, and I find myself stopping several times to talk about different things about the noticer. Sister Julie Ray says, I found this on someone's page yesterday. Good morning, my sisters. This is lengthy, but worth the time to read. And uh, a member of the church previously had been attending services regularly, stopped going after a few weeks. The pastor decided to visit him. It was a chilly evening. The pastor found the man home alone, sitting before a blazing fire. Guessing the reason for the pastor's visit, the man welcomed him led him to a comfortable chair near the fireplace and waited. The pastor um, watched the door. Oh, wait. This is very, very long. This is too long. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, the pastor made himself at home. This is very long. Okay. Let's see. Pastor made himself at home, but said nothing. In the great, in the grave silence, he contemplated the dance of the flames around the burning logs. I'm sorry, this is throwing me off. I can't, I can't get through all of it, Julie Ray. But I'm happy that you shared it. Um, but I need to keep it going. I need to keep the show going. I'll definitely read it after the show because I can't. Um, it doesn't all come up on the screen, and we're having to split between screens. Yeah, I was trying to see if I could find the. Um, the, the perspective that was being shared and summarized it, but it's just too much content. Yeah, and if we could, if we could find a perspective that you were looking to share and share that, that'd be great, you know. But I couldn't get it like this. But anyway, um, the choice of what you're choosing to listen to. This morning, I could have chose to just spend a whole lot more time listening to, you know, stuff I like, you know. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Um, um, jokes and stuff or comedy or nonsense, but I chose to look at, at some more Dr. Dennis Waitley. Dr. Dennis Waitley was very, very important to me in my, I call my 20s, my really formulative years because in my 20s, 
The education I took in, I chose all of it. Going through school, you take the education they choose to give you based upon their current curriculums. But at age 23, 24, I decided to study selling and sales management and, and personal development and, and psychology. That's what I decided. So I look at those 12 years from, I'm going to say from 24 to 32 or 33, I was really, really a beast. Okay. So those years there, I was studying a lot and, and I, I call those my formative years. And my teachers in my formative years were Dr. Dennis Waitley, Mr. Brian Tracy, Tom Hopkins, Zig Ziglar, Les Brown, Willie Jolly. Those are my guys because I was ingesting them all the time. Those are my main guys. Anything they put out, I, I had to ingest it. And it becomes a part of you. It becomes a part of you, you know. Um, and to the degree that I was willing to ingest them, I earned good money. I was always in management. I was always managing other men and women. My attitude was good. And it still is. And I think it's in direct proportion to what I'm choosing to take in. Yes, absolutely. And I think it does. Um, even for the the 10 minutes, I want to say 10 minutes, but it was probably unfortunately longer than that, right? But for the 10 minutes this morning while I was vegetating, I, when I was supposed to be um, practicing gratefulness, Manually, I have a gratefulness notebook. I have two gratefulness notebooks, but uh, the one, the first one that I picked up, the pen didn't write with me, so I put it down and picked my phone back up, and I got lost in nonsense watching the um, reels and stuff. Reels, yeah, it could do that to me every time I sit there. It the steals road. time. <laughs> it does. It steals time. Oh, uh, how cool is it? I just got a message from Doctor Ruben West from the Congo in Africa. How cool is that? <laughs> ah, pop my collar. Ruben West, talk to your boy. <laughs> Dr. Ruben West. Let's get it right. It's Dr. Ruben West. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, you know, to have great friends, like that's another classic example. Everybody loves Dr. Ruben West. And he knows everybody in every place. Uh, countries, Africa loves him. They treat him like a king over there. And he's over there several times a year now. You know, he visited once and made an impact and came back the next year, visited twice, made an impact. Now he's like two or three or four times a year, he back and forth to Africa. And they treat, and he's been bringing speakers with him. He's um, in two weeks, he's bringing one of my clients with him. Um, and she comes on our show, Barbara H. Smith. So in a couple of weeks, she's going with um, Dr. Ruben West back to Africa again. I think she's been there three times already. Mm -hmm. And she's going back again with him in a couple of weeks. And he wanted me to know that. I could go with them too, but I got to fix my passport situation. You know, because uh, they're going to go, they're going in a couple of weeks. And I know they're going again in October or November. So maybe I can get it right and go with them again. Bring my baby with me. Africa. I, I almost called uh, my friend Stephanie L, who is taking a month trip to Egypt to find out exactly what I would need to do to join her, but not for a month. It'd be hard. She invited me to go. <laughs> hard for Lisa to be away from me for a whole month? Nah, I said, I can handle Lisa away from me for a weekend or even a week, maybe, but not. No dad going a whole month. No way. I'll be lost. <laughs> so who do you 
Who do you take in? Who are you willing to listen to? Who do you read? Right now, Alicia's really, really feeling Andy Andrews from the notice. And we're getting so much good content out of it. Um, but who are you taking in right now? Are you taking in anybody's information? So, yes, I actually did start. Um, I started another book yesterday because, you know, I read The Noticer, then The Noticer's um, Return. The Noticer Returns. And I had intended to go back to read um, The Traveler's Gift mm-hmm. and to join you again in, in The Noticer. So whatever chapter we're on four, I think, together. Six. Six. We're on chapter six. six. We're on yep. chapter six together. But I was feeling particularly in need of some additional work on my perspective. Okay. And so I remembered in the introduction. Is it an introduction? Is it is it like a forward? Um, but there is a forward, there is an intro. Yeah, yes. in the forward of Melody Beatty's uh, "Making Miracles in Forty Days," there was a chap, there was a forward that was included, that was sort of um, highlighting the fact that who the heck does she think she was? It was a, it was almost a negative review for a second, but you knew it wasn't going to be, mm-hmm. and it was what I knew I needed. I needed to hear that sometimes. The initial perspective is not the right perspective. Amen. Amen. But I got to celebrate the study and what you're taking in. It has to impact you. It has to. It is. Okay. Oh, by the way, um, I ordered um, a chicken and an egg off of Amazon. What's going to get here first? I'll let you know. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Right, right. I'll let you know. Absolutely. So some of the perspectives that um, that we've been reading about, because both books, Andy Andrews, both books, The Noticer is about perspective. And honestly, Making Miracles in 40 Days is about perspective. But that particularly that uh, forward and then her introduction were two people talking about something that happened from two different points of view. Mm-hmm. And when you heard about, when you understood it from the point of view of what was actually going on versus what you think is going on, you get an aha moment, particularly when there's judgment associated with your first observation. I'm struggling with my breath right now. Take some water. I know, I know sometimes that doesn't help you, but I want you to take some anyway. Um, you know, <laughs> what? It's so funny, baby. I'm not a fish. Okay. <laughs> You're not a fish. Well, you are a woman. And you are a wife. That's why I'm drinking the water. But if you think about what I said and what you I'm having started, trouble breathing. And I said taking the water, hoping that it clear up some passages for you. Okay, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. uh, like I'm a husband. I made a mistake. What's well, Good morning, Bill. How you doing? You didn't make a mistake. I just thought it was interesting. Like there was oxygen in the water. 
It's not as a thing in order. You know, last night um, I tripped over one of Lisa's bras. It was a booby trap. <laughs> I don't understand. It was a booby trap. I tripped over one of her bras. It was a booby trap. I understand the <laughs> attempt at the joke, but I don't understand why I must be subjected to it. Why you must be subjected to what? Good morning. Good morning, Bill. Glenda. How you Good morning, doing? Glenda. Um, the people that you're around, what you're willing to read about, and what you're willing to what you what you consume, what you will listen to and watch, consume, that's what you are. That's what you become. Now you may not be that way immediately, but eventually you become the about an average of an amalgamation of mm -hmm. the people that you're around, what you're willing to read about, and what you're willing to consume, either watch or listen to, mm. you know? So we used to have um, an event called the Friday Night Kickback. It was a great event. Um, and literally, that is what it was. It was Friday night. Um, we didn't do it every week. We did it once a month. Yeah, then. something like that. But it was Friday nights at our office. And it was a kickback. People could bring in their wine and bring in their drinks. And we sat in a circle. And uh, we just talked about whatever. No real agendas, just grown folks. But some of the, the quality of the conversations, I mean, were just so high and so cool. And the only kind of people, these are people that didn't want to go to bars, didn't want to go to clubs, but they want to hang out with grown folks, you know? And it was just nice. And I actually got an invitation in my, um, in my email about an event similar to that that is being hosted. Um at the tea bar and apothecary that I that I love. Um, and I said I love it. I've only been there three times, but I love it. Well, you may love it by now. Yeah. I do. I love it now. Um, I love the energy and the atmosphere. Understand that what you're around, who you're around, what you read and what you take in influences your thoughts, your personality. Mm -hmm. I think it influences your habits. Um, I find myself, this is this is one of those guilty, like most people wouldn't say this, or maybe they would, but I'm going to say it. I find myself eating more freely or less mindfully when I am around people whose focus is not on being thin. But when you're around people who you know are paying attention to what they put in their mouths, it makes you pay more attention to what you put in your mouth. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. That makes sense to anybody. Um, but um, what say you, Dr. Beverly? Good morning, Dr. Beverly. We talked about the people that you're around, what you're choosing, what you're willing to read about, and what you're willing to consume. And you're being the average of that. And by consuming what you're willing to watch or read. By the way, how many people... You shook your you hung your head before I even said it. Because I, it had to be coming. <laughs> How many people with ADHD does it take to screw in a light bulb? Let's go play with our bikes. <laughs> 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 
That's a great joke. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Oh, that's great. Let's go play with our bikes. I really enjoyed um listening to the listening to those two chapters with you mm-hmm. last night. Yeah, I thought that was cool. It was we had just my wife and I. Okay, now look at that. We had a choice to make, okay? Lisa cooked dinner. Now, typically, we have dinner. We have little TV trays kind of thing. And we eat dinner on the couch in front of the TV, and we'll watch something while we're eating our dinner. But last night, we chose to listen to the book, The Noticer, okay, um, while we ate dinner. And then after the book, I mean, we finished our food, but we kept going. And we did two chapters sitting on the couch listening to it over the smart speaker. And it was really, really great. And it was revelatory. And we could talk about it. You know, while it was going along, Brother Ron says, "Only hang around grown folk." For real, for real. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I don't want to hang out with no kids, and I'm calling kids thirty and under. <laughs> thirty and under kids. Only grown folks. Absolutely. Amen. Yep. Absolutely. Grown people that um pretty much have grown people. <laughs> you know, um, I think I've been like this for a long time, my whole life, pretty much. I remember, um, and I still always play basketball. And uh, there was this one, I went to this one court in Durham I hadn't been to before. And there was a girl there playing basketball. She was good too. And she was attractive and, and um, she could play ball. And, and I was like, man, I was, I was infatuated with her. So I, I tried to, I hook up with her, you know, I, you know, brother Brian, you know, handsome, smooth and all that stuff. So I made my interest in her and um, she was like, cool. You know, she was with it. She was with it and all that stuff. So she invited me back to her place. And um, I went and we were sitting there talking and and I was talking about, I don't know how I got to it. She goes, well, I never do anything like that. I, I think I was managing people. She goes, what? She goes, no, I don't want to manage nobody. And she goes, there's a lot of things I could do. I just don't want to do nothing, you know? She goes, I don't read anything. No, I'll never read. I ain't read nothing since high school. I don't read at all. She was telling me she don't read, she don't try, and she's not trying to, be and no ambition at all. I was disgusted. I ain't want nothing to do with her after that. That was it. Morning, Brittany. Uh, are you are you tuning in quickly from your physical therapy? I think Brittany goes on Tuesdays. Okay, but the point is, you know, I couldn't be imagine myself being around someone like that. You know, we have to only be around someone that's good for me. You know, and and really, I think it's a testament to how much you value yourself. You value yourself at a certain level. You can't. You can't be associating with folks like that. You know. That's right. Time to move on. No way. I couldn't do that. Imagine. Imagine I said that to you when we first got together. I never read. I'm not trying to do nothing with my life. Well, we would not have had occasion to get together. Right. There would be no way. We wouldn't have even been in the same place unless you was on the line at McDonald's and not only be on the line at McDonald's. So, so. so that's a classic game. There would have been no way I could have even met Lisa if I had been that kind of guy. That kind of guy can't even meet her because you're not going to be in an arena where she, she would be. She's not going to be in an arena where nonsense can happen, okay? Neither am I, okay? I'm not going to go to no nonsense. No. Don't be caught. There's certain places you wouldn't want to be caught dead, right? 
Peace, Born. Thank you for joining us this morning. Actually, I thought about Born uh, yesterday when I was thinking about the Friday night kickback. Kickback. He'd be a cool one to kick back with because yeah. he got something to say. Absolutely. Brother Born got something to say. The Friday night kickback is when we used to do it. You know, grown folks sitting in a circle. And Born was in the circle with us. Was he there? Yes, okay, cool. he was there. He brought drinks. He brought snacks. You know, Born always yes, brings bread. Him and, <laughs> him and um, uh, his Mike wife. White. And his, Mike White was there, mm -hmm. um, at least for one of them. Okay, I know. And um, and Born's wife was there as well. We had some Trish. I don't Trish. think she was there. You don't think so? No, I don't think Trisha was with him. I think she was. I mean, she was his wife, but I don't think she was in attendance with him at the kickback because the kids were smaller back then. Okay, and they do grow up. Now but, um, they're big. Were his kids? Yes. I saw his daughter last summer. Monet is a grown-up I mean, now, last practically. Fall, yeah. Um, she was one of the people that introduced one of the award winners. Um, absolutely, at absolutely. The, uh, community drivers event. That's last year. right. That's right. But the people that you're willing to read about, uh, I'm gonna. I pulled up my one of my former heroes, Dr. Dennis Waitley, this morning, and I was listening to him on YouTube. His whole book is the audio version of his book is on YouTube. Now nah, Trish wasn't there. Okay. Okay. I so. Thought so. <clears throat> But anyway, I listened to that and it, and it highlighted the book, The Psychology of Winning. And I have the book on my bookshelf. So I'm going to go back in that book again. I actually still have that classic book, The Psychology of Winning. Woo, woo, woo. I was excited to find it. But what you're around, what you read, what you listen to, and what you watch, Minet. It's like little, Minnie. Yeah, like Minnie. Oh, so it's not Monet. It's Minnie. I knew I had the nay right. <laughs> get, get the names right. I get it. I get, get it. I right. get it. It's yeah. Minnie. It's worth it to make sure people get your name right. Absolutely. <laughs> All Absolutely. the time. Yes, But she's time. a grown-up now. She's not a grown-up. She's, she's so good. beautiful. She's, she's a so young beautiful. lady now. Was she like 12, 13? No. How old is she? Minnie. Well, maybe. That's all. She's not a grown-up. Maybe. Born, how old is the baby? Your son is taller than me and you and him. Everybody None of, none is of which is difficult because we're all little. <laughs> At least I know I am. Well, you're short, He's but not little. He's got to be six-something feet, I think, probably. At least six-something feet. But for those of you who don't know Born, Okay. Right. <laughs> we do have a topic here. <laughs> the topic is, she's 15. Wow. That's right, Born. Put some respect on it. That's right. Manet. Let's get it right. But for those of you who don't know him, okay? Absolutely. He he is definitely someone you would want to be around. Yes. And choosing your friends. Mm -hmm. We get a chance to do that. It's not your friends, just people who happen to have a locker close to yours. Okay? Not anymore. In high school. Okay? Not anymore. It's not who just have to be in your class or on your block. Okay, no, you get to pick your friends. You get to choose your friends. And I think, I think, um, I think that Born became a part of uh, my connections almost immediately. I remember Maka, mm -hmm. uh, Mikhail, McKay. I can't see it. Makai looks like to me, but anyway, he's 20. He's years old. 20 now, yeah, no. Born was nine when they first got pregnant. I know, right? Because Born and Trish both look so young. <laughs> Five, eleven. All right, never mind. Because now you guys are making us old. Because I remember when. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. But he is wonderful. Anyway, 
it it was um it it's one of those things you know when you're in the presence of the right energy. Yeah. You can force energy, you can try to fit in or try to connect, or you can just gel immediately. A couple of people in my life, and I will have to say, when I say my life, I mean my adult life. Um, I just knew. I just knew. Brian and I pretty much just knew. I did. Um, yeah. And I knew I couldn't do better than Lisa. No way. It just, it didn't take no time at all. You know, I had been dating amazing women before I met Lisa. They were all quality. They were all great people, but they weren't my wife. Okay, but I knew her was better than everybody else. She was my wife, you know. She was the one that was for me. And I knew it right away. And that's why I went forward to make her my wife. I did what I had to do to make her my wife. So, But that's a great point, energies, connecting. There's a great uh, book speaker in the 70s and 80s named Mike Wicked. He called it radio waves. Mm -hmm. He said, we all send out radio waves or what, different megahertz or similar megahertz yes. or yeah and, and the only ones that can hear it or connect with you are the ones that are looking for the same thing or sending out the same sending signals. out the same waves yes because if you think about the adage that um water seeks its own level mm -hmm. that's a similar adage to the fact that this that these waves that we emanate they are going to be in tune or out of tune with the other person yeah. now you can change your waves yeah you can change based your waves on new information new based situations. Upon, exactly which is why people can outgrow one another but hopefully um hopefully the person that you choose to connect with will also change along with you that's why it's so important to be equally yoked now wicked said when you the waves you send out he says out of all the people in the world, how did you end up with the one that you got? Okay. It's because of these waves that you have. Now, Lisa just alluded to the fact that they can change. Okay. Based on life situations, like even a move for simple or taking a new education or responsibility thrust upon you. You know, you, your, your signals have to change and hopefully they both change at the same time or close enough. Okay. But what you're sending out, but he was trying to say, you didn't end up with the person you're with by accident. You ended up with the person with on purpose because out of all the people in the world, how did you how did you guys get together? You know, it's because of what you sent out and put together. Good morning, Sister Glenda Tate Williams. She says, She says, Good morning, Lisa. Did you send me a friend request? Yes, I did. And she also says, There are some people you don't want to be around. You get that heavy feeling when you're around them. Yep. You could tell. And we mess up, uh, Sister Glenda, when we don't pay attention to that. You ignore it. I don't feel right around them, but let me give them another shot. You know, whatever. Born said, Brian, you the man, son. That's right. <laughs> uh, Sister Andrea Chocolate Butterfly Williams and he says, says, love you, Lisa, and I love you back. Love you back. She says, good morning, Lisa. Did you, okay, did you send, yep. I did. So I, one of the reasons, that, again, we're sort of going into this topic too also is because um, my, my Facebook got hacked 30 days ago, or rather 33 days ago. And they didn't give me any way to prove that I was the real um, owner of it until 31 days after it was hacked. And when they finally proved that I was the actual Lisa Santiago McNeil, <laughs> they told me, well, it's good that it's you, but it's too late. 
Yeah. And we're not going to give it back. Well, that's to a you. bull. I think that's completely fabricated. They just use that as an excuse to make you start all over again. Well, the person that hacked me also took our empowerment duo page. And they took page. a my women's empowerment page. They took everything that I was administrator of. They changed the name, uh, particularly re um, repurposed the page and all of my followers, which is fine because you can't. You can't take what is mine. You can't be mine. The people that were connected to me and us were connected to me and us for me and us. And they're not going to get that from Huang or whatever his name is. Huang Fang um, is what he changed the name to or whatever. She, they had a woman's picture up there. Yeah, whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. But what it, what it allowed me to do is to be very, very pedantic about reassembling my presence on Facebook. Your tribe. Reassembling. Some of the people that I was connected with, I'm not going to reconnect with. Blended, mm -hmm. um, that's right. There are some people you don't want to be around. You get that heavy feeling, right? There's some people whose posts you don't want to be around. Yep. I thought about, there, there have already been some friend requests that have come in. And there have also been some... Um, where it suggests you should add these people or whatever. And they're probably suggesting them from my phone numbers and my phone. But I'm still very conscientious about identifying who I choose to have in my space. And my space is my feed. My space is my, uh, my page. My space is my space or in my house. My space is very specifically my choice. Amen. And it is. Season is over. Okay. I don't get that. I don't understand what you meant, Andrea. Please elaborate so that we can understand or so that I can understand. Um, and thank you for making sure that it's me. Um, I got a I got a response back from I did send a friend request out to Bethany Rucker, mm -hmm. and she sent me a text back to confirm that it's me. But the question that she asked, I can't get in my head, and I I know that I know the answer, but I can't get the answer yet. And she asked, she said, if this is if this is Lisa, what's my son's name? And I can't remember <laughs> what his name is. I know um, the answer because he's right. what, like four years old now? Three or four. Oh yeah. my gosh. Um, speaking of which, you know, that time period there, I, I like to look at my Facebook memories. And today's Facebook memories, as I was going through them, we did a show on today's date four years, I mean, 2017. So that's five years ago. When we did a show on the benefits of singing. And we had a list of all the benefits of singing and all that stuff. I was like, wow, that was five years ago we did that show on the benefits of singing. You remember that? Wow. No, I don't. Yeah, we did. We had a whole list of benefits of singing that we did. So I am holding in my hand the beauty cards. It's time for a card. Did you want to say something before we got to the card? Uh, just one day. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Bill, please help me. Tank. Tank who? You're welcome. <laughs> That's right, Andrea. She says for all those who, um, all those people that you choose.
to not yeah. connect with. Their season is over with them. Amen. We yes. get it. Thank you very much. Yes. Good morning, Sister Lisa Alford. How you doing? We're talking about, um, today's show is talking about uh, the people that you're choosing to hang around. Two people that you spend the most of your time with, what you're choosing, you're, what you're willing to read, and what you're willing to consume, meaning watch or listen to. And now around 9.35 now, 9.30, 9.35, we typically take a break. And do a, a, a card. We're doing a beauty card today on truth. We're doing this beauty card on truth. And it says, personal truth can be complex until you find the depth of universal truth. Then it is simple, not always easy, yet unerring in cost. Keep digging. Beauty points the way. Amen. Personal truth can be complex until you find the depth of the universal truth, and then it's simple. Amen. Amen. You know, one of the things I like about Dr. Dennis Waitley, he's got all these quotes. He's got all these poems. And uh, my favorite poem that I, I don't think I've done on the show in its entirety, maybe I have, but I've done clips from the poem on the show lots of times. Um, it's part of my closing lines, too, in different events. But um, I got a chance to revisit that poem again, and it was just so wonderful. And if we have time, I'll share that poem with you guys. Absolutely. I, I think um, simple but not easy is so um, poignant in our lives. There are so many things that are simple, but because they're not easy, we choose not to do them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we choose not to do them. Um, wow. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Beverly, Beverly that's really long. It's going to be hard to read. Um, that's what they did to me. Dr. Beverly says, that's what they did to me. What I did was I made a bogus page which, with the first name is Mimi. I've used it before when my other page was acting crazy. However, I used the meaning page to go on both pages that were hacked and downloaded all of my stuff, my pictures, my posting, and my contacts. I just wish that everybody that I contact would stop going to the other pages that I clearly put a video a video on both of them from the Mimi page and told them these pages have been hacked. Yeah, we all get hacked, it seems like, on Facebook. I think everyone gets hacked and everyone gets duplicated all around. And I don't understand what the purpose of, purpose of it is, but it must be something. Okay. Yep. These really, really long responses, we can't get them all in. But we try. We try. Yeah, we can't see. They don't come up on the feed, so we can't see them. But you can go back and read the entirety of the comment uh, from Dr. Beverly, or you could have broken it up. But um on the page on the feed but understanding that things that are not necessarily um i just said i got hacked they sent me a friend request <laughs> i did i've been that way too on emails they they said an email from brian k mcneil really and i happen to be brian k mcneil okay Ugh. That's an ugly part about what we in our world today. It's beautiful that we have access to people through social media. That's something that we didn't have. We what we saw a movie 
um, a good movie too the, uh, the other day where they had to use house phones, okay? They had to use house phones. They had to go to a place in the house, use a phone and uh, in this movie. But we don't have that at all. And our children, our grandchildren growing up, never even having the concept of being confined to the kitchen phone or the bedroom phone, okay? But we have access now, which is beautiful, but there's, there's an ugly side to it as well. Yeah. There definitely is. There's definitely some differences now uh, than there were before. And there's pros and cons to all of them. I'd be interested to um, to talk about that with you if you choose to. If you choose to, I think there's a chapter in the um, the noticer wow. that goes on and talks about some of the changes that we're going through in the world and um, how to navigate through them with integrity. Amen. Linda says, I also, I also have gotten a phone call, gotten a call from my number. How they do that? Yeah, they can mirror the numbers. Wow. That's how you get a call from Indian is actually with a 704 area code. They mirrored some numbers. Yeah. Wow. And it's actually India. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, there's a lot. So understanding that who you choose to be around is not just the people, but it's the things, it's the music, it's the television shows or streams, it's the books that you choose to read or listen to, it's the videos that you choose to watch. Yep. All of those things will influence, um, influence your thoughts. Someone confirmed a friend request with me. I was confused why Lisa came up as a suggested friend. So I'm not sure if I'm with my real friend or an imposter now. Well, the best way to find out is to choose to send me a message and then we can video chat because I promise you as, 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 <laughs> as technical Technically dexterous as they might be, they can't be me on the video, and they probably can't sing the Julie Ray Hammond tree song. They won't know the Julie Ray Hammond tree song, but we do. <laughs> but okay. we do, and but thank you for watching us on YouTube, Julie Ray. Yeah, it's our full name this time. It's not. It's Lisa Santiago McNeil. That's one indicator, I think. Uh, it was Lisa Santiago McNeil. Is it? Okay. Mm -hmm. Except it had in parentheses Powell. Yeah, and now it doesn't? No, now it does not. All right, cool. Um, you're right. Yeah. So that at least uh, Glenda was saying you're right about what you were just saying there. But again, um, so so is it possible to only take in positive information and only hang out with positive people and only watch positive videos? Is that possible too? Um, I don't I think it's possible to limit and to be mindful of it, but I don't think it's possible to exclude anybody because we need some of that nonsense and down stuff too you used to say it lisa i need me some ratchet in my life yes you did yeah and your ratchet is some of the videos that you choose to watch yes okay. oh they discontinued paternity court and I never watched Fraternity Court, so I don't this care. This is her last season. I don't care about Fraternity Court. I wish I'm glad it's going away. So did you watch it less? Judge Lake. No, I could watch the old episodes. Yeah, of course. Never, you can. never, never, never. Fraternity Court. Why? Why do you watch Fraternity Court? Well, I do watch Fraternity Court for a reason. 
Particularly Plan for, us out. No, but <laughs> no. Go ahead. Some of the things that she says is her being Judge Lake, Judge Lake, um, are particularly empowering. You don't watch that show to be empowered. No, I watch it from the ratchetness. Sometime, but not only for the ratchetness. I like to see people get reconnected with their fathers after 40 years old. So anyway, I never watched the show. Julie but. Ray says, someone confirmed a friend request with me. I was confused as why Lisa came up as a suggested friend. So I'm not sure if I'm with my real friend or an imposter. <laughs> yeah, we read that one. That's um, right. We read it over there. I saw um, a thing with RDC Real Dreamers Come True. Uh, they did a, a Maury cameraman training bit. Okay. The training to be a cameraman for shows like Maury. They had them on tracks, how they run with the camera, and how they run through the studio. Get up and follow, follow, follow. It was hilarious to me because that's the kind of ratchetness that some people love to consume. They'd watch it daily. Jerry, 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 Springer, and all that kind of stuff. Well, I'm saying there's room for some of both of that. Right. Amen. Pamela goes on. She's going to be the grown-up in the room. Do not be misled. Bad association spots useful habits. Spoils useful. Bad. Do not be misled. Bad association spoils useful habits. That's First, First Corinthians 15, 33. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Pamela. She'll be the grown-up in the room. That's right. <laughs> Bad associations. That's people. That's what you choose to read. What you choose to consume, you are associated with the stuff that you continually consume. Sister Jen, uh, Andrea says, I watch it too, Lisa. It makes my heart full when I see families reunited. Also to see the judge put them in their place, women and men. Thank you. Thank you for articulating that. That makes for it me. better for you to watch the judge put them in their place. Huh? Yeah, because sometimes, sometimes they can be mean as if you trying to put a baby on me. I didn't put your penis in me. That's the only way that I could put a baby on you is if you actually put a baby in me. Ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. I just, I just thought that was there at the same time it had for both of them. I don't know. Right. But it was a willing act between both individuals yeah. at some point, unless it was not. But that's not the type of cases that I brought. These are all, at some point, these were people that chose one another. Um, Julie, thank you, Julie. She says, guilty pleasures, but I like Judge Lake. Amen, I do too. Guilty pleasures, okay. Mm -hmm. And I guess my guilty pleasure is the human drama of athletic competition. You know, a football game. That's the human drama of athletic competition. Somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose this game. And I'm going to be happy or sad about it. Okay, my emotions going to, especially if it's the New York Giants playing, my emotions going to be tied to it. I'm going to be interested in all parts of it. A basketball game, somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose. And I love it, that drama. I don't mind the drama of the winning and the losing. It's just all of the nothing that happens in between. There's no nothing. There's, There's no nothing. There's nothing. no nothing that happens. There's plenty of nothing. They're, going, they're playing the game. Julie Ray has a guilty pleasure. Hers is cheaters and catfish. Are you kidding me? 
You want to watch Cheaters it. and Catfish? I get it. I I don't I don't connect with either one of them. I don't think, but I do get it. I get that you need something that is just simply entertaining or something that makes your life feel better at times. I think that's what some of our guilty pleasures are. It's like, I don't wish this on anybody in the real world, but I'm glad somebody's worse off than me. Mm. That's what's going on with cheetahs and catfish? Somebody's worse off than me? No, cheetahs and catfish. Well, I don't know what cheetahs is. Uh, except by the name, cheating. right. But catfish is tricking someone into um, a, 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 a relationship. Yeah. With a not a real person. The famous one was this football player who told everybody he had a girlfriend and had the pictures of her and everything. Never met her in person for the whole season. That was his girlfriend. Turned out to be a young boy, you know, 14-year-old boy. That was his girlfriend? No, no. The one that was sending the pictures and corresponding. Mm-hmm. It was a little boy corresponding with this football player. He was catfished. He was catfished. Yes. By a little boy. Bless his heart. Yeah, embarrassment. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I'm. I I actually um, I have an author that I was working with, and her first book was. Oh, look at the time. Was really about that. Oh yeah, that's right. We we do have to get the songs out. Do we want to do songs today? Do we have time to get everybody's song out today? We only got a couple of people with a song on. Actually. The greeting songs and the greeting logos. We're gonna to try to get those in right now. First one up was Miss Glenda Tate. I mean, uh, Glenda Tate Williams. Julie Ray. Or Julie Ray Hammontree. Find out what she means to me. Julie, Julie Ray, Ray Hammontree. So that's up first. Ms. That's right. Glenda Tate Williams. Glenda's riding on the freeway in makeup in her pink Cadillac. Ah. Sister Andrea. Chocolate butterfly. Sail across the waters. Tell your sons and your daughters what to pursue their dreams. To pursue their dreams. Chocolate butterfly. Okay. Brittany Thomas has a song as well. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. Brittany Thomas. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. Brittany. It's your time it's, it's your time. time yeah good morning miss Brittany thomas mr yes. william brown has a song as well good morning to our friend bill nobody thinks like him still we love him so and, and we, we always, always will, will. Our friend Bill. Good morning, William. Once um, again, Doctor Beverly uniquely taking over. Thomas has yes. a logo. It goes, Doctor Beverly is on the show. Good morning, Doctor Beverly. How you doing? Um, Born. Well, we're gonna have to jam. get you a jam. Mm-hmm. We did talk about that about getting him something, something from Eric and Rakim or, or, or special K or special Ed. Why do I say special K? Because it's in your head by now. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. It has every reason to be in your head, too. You heard these commercials. Brooklyn Didi, good morning to you. Have a wonderful day to you as well. Good morning. Good morning, Didi. Thank you for joining us. Miss Phyllis is here. Miss Phyllis is here. So clear the way. Miss Phyllis is here. Now we can all have a great day. I got an email from uh, Sister Jacqueline, and I responded to her email. Um, she's <laughs> her chest is less mucusy now, 
Um, she's coughing a lot less now, and she's looking forward to the time she can get back on our show again. So that was really nice to hear from her. Absolutely. Out there in Arizona. Arizona is supposed to be one of the better places for breathing. So yep. I'm glad that she's there instead of someplace like Atlanta, which is really hard on breathing. Yeah. Or, and New York is really hard on breathing. Right. She's in Arizona. Dry Arizona air is supposed to be good for your chest and good for your breathing. Arizona right? and Hawaii. My stepfather uh, had, to, had to actually live uh, in to. Hawaii. He did. He had a doctor's prescription. To yeah. live in Hawaii? Yep, for six months out of the year. How crazy. I mean, how cool his is that? His job had to let him live there because it was better for his breathing. Man, I got to get a hustle like that. <laughs> <laughs> he, had to, he had to pay for it himself, but um, he still got to live there. That's a hustle right there. I know, right? <laughs> I've never been to Hawaii, so but I want to go. I want to go to say I've been. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Hawaii is in the U.S., so we can go. That's right. It's on the Pacific side, though. It's out in the Pacific Ocean. But I would want to do Hawaii and stay like in a hut or small house like that, you know? Not in a hotel? No. I don't think that you would be conditioned. You're right. Because I'm kind of <laughs> not Not because of, because of the air and the energy and the heat and wow. all of that. So the huts are not air conditioned, oh. and you're not acclimated to being in that. You know, I'm former military, right? Yeah. Go to how, Kauai. How formally? Yeah, a long time ago, formally. Right, exactly. Uh, that was go to Kauai. Absolutely. And, and I'm going to take your suggestion. I don't know which one to go to first. Hope makes me happy, clap along. If you feel like a room without a roof, Pamela makes us happy. <laughs> Good morning, Pamela. How you doing? She goes, it's amazing. The Garden Island. I'm going to take your suggestion. And we love, 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 love having the morning with you. We choose to be around you and you choose to be around us. So I hope that you choose to make the best. Of course, Kawhi. You have a beautiful rest of your day. God bless you. And don't forget to have sex. <laughs>